0: The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. This is Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network.
1: this is Mike Semper from WrestlingObserver.com.
0: Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. All right, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio.
1: Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans, that's all it counts to me. Goodbye and good
0: night. Hey. What's up, everybody? Welcome to. The October 28th edition of One Nation Radio. I'm your host, Rich Ladder, as always, here with my homeboy, James. Boy, James, what's going on, man?
1: Not too much. It's ready to go. Ready to talk about evolution.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man. So we've got um, the, I want to say there's seven matches on the card, maybe eight. I know they've had this long-ass live stream uh, going on that I did not watch. Um, Yesterday, it was like seven hours long. Uh, but they've cut up some of this stuff uh, into like little YouTube videos. So there was an interview with Sasha Banks, Trish Stratus, and Tony Storm that was pretty interesting. There was also one with Nikki Bella, Charlotte, and Shayna Baszler. Um, so have, did you get a chance to catch any of those, James?
1: Unfortunately, no. Um, so was it like a was it like a panelled type of? setting or whatever or they're like just all together talking or is it more like a or basically it's you know them together and they're all getting interviewed basically having to answer the same questions
0: it was like a it was like a panel type thing where uh uh, kathy kelly would at would lob a question go to them three and they just kind of you know go back and forth
1: okay um i might have to go check that out and then go back
0: pretty interesting um but yeah man tonight is evolution i have changed my mind james i'm going to watch the show uh rather than go to evolve um I just got to stop being a bitch about how they did Sasha Banks because <laughs> it's like, well, what great wrestler don't they fuck over at some point? You know,
1: that's a really good point. Not Actually, how about this? You can take away the great wrestler part. What wrestlers don't they screw over <laughs> eventually in this company? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, so, yeah, you got to, I mean, you know, if you, you know, I, you can say what you want to. I was assuming you were going to go watch, watch, get around to watching Evolution eventually, anyway. But and there was, but the thing is, it's a live show in Tampa, so it's like you know that's always a conundrum type thing. Like it's almost similar to when um, we were in New Orleans this year, and it was like, all right, so Saturday night, like, are we going to go to SuperCard Honor? Or are we going to go to NXT? We chose SuperCard Honor, and then we woke up the next day and went and watched uh, NXT. So it's kind of. That's kind of the way I I thought you were you were handling that. That's really what I thought. I didn't think it was a situation where you were just so upset about the Sasha thing. You just can't bear to see the thought of her not being in a, in a you know a top match at the, you know, the first ever women's interview. I didn't think it was necessarily that much as much as you know decisions decisions.
0: Well, um, it is an evolved show. I want to say they're having it for their vacant title and there's a ladder match, but um, it's Sunday. They should have ran this show last night. Um, I got to work tomorrow. I don't feel like going out there till Lord knows what time and then driving home. And I don't know. I just want to be home, watch the show, lay it down. But um, yeah, man. So let's get it started. Um, I guess we can start with. Hold on. Pull this card up here. Okay, so let's start it with the six woman tag. I have no idea why it's happening. Um, they they were individually targeting, I guess Sasha and Bailey at different times, or just Bailey by herself and Natalia. I don't know, man. What do you think about this match?
1: Are you trying to ask me what the story is, or or, or do I think the match is going to be good? Because <laughs> what story? Yeah. Uh, like the closest thing they have a story is that the the Riot Squad. Um, they're getting pushed to like the mid card status of a division that never has a mid card um, as a stable, and um, like they've been going back and forth with Sasha and Bailey forever, and then they just recently did the the Natalia thing, so it's kind of yeah that makes sense. But you know, in retrospect, I would have thought it it, it would have been better if if they were just gonna have them in the tag match Sasha and, and Bailey against the Rise Squad, then have it as as that have whoever the third member of the or the riot squad that is uh, the third person out, have to be on the side and have the Babyface try to overcome that and then have Natalia in in uh, Ronda's corner for the eventual Brie Bella cheat gimmick that they're going to run. Like, I, I felt like they kind of did all of this work with Natalia to be on the side, be there, and then, you know, be her friend, have her back, and then, like, just it's gone. That, like, that's, really, uh,
0: that's not the story we were told, James you know <laughs> yeah so they, they did all this good work of like legitimate building with ronda and natalia and then took it out for that microwaved deal with, and i guess we'll get to this when the um nikki bella ronda thing mm-hmm. goes that microwave friendship they had for yeah. two months um you
1: know, I, I what i would say is this right we don't i don't Yes, would I rather see Rhonda do something else at um evolution? Absolutely. Um, do I think that Nikki is trash or does is undeserving given the fact that she just came back? Um, I don't think she's trash. Uh, but I, I do have some concern about the fact that she's just coming back. Like that's just typical part timing that's part time and stuff, and we don't talk we don't we don't we're not cool with the part time when it comes to the male males either. Um do I think that she's getting more shit because she's a woman? Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, I would just have liked to to have it to where Natalia was there to have her back when Brie goes to eventually help cheat. And then you can excuse the fact that Natalia doesn't have a match on the first ever woman Per View after she's been a good soldier and is bridge woman for so long between the generations. And by having her basically, after all that's done, she crosses Ronda and then you move on. Like at the end of the show. And you hey, got yeah. an immediate storyline going into mo- Monday.
0: Maybe that's what they do. Be like, yeah, you had all this, you know, deal with the Bellas and you didn't you didn't consult my help one time or whatever. Some something like that. I don't know. But it's just gonna literally Rhonda's about to be Hulk Hogan. Like all her friends are going to turn on her, or the junkyard dog. All her friends eventually turn on her to fight her. So <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, as far as the six women tag goes, um I'm just looking forward to what gear Sasha's gonna have on because <laughs> Um, we're going to, I, I I feel like I can look up and down the lineup right now. Uh, it, I, I feel like I would bet money that Sasha Banks is going to come through with the best
1: gear. I mean, there's contestants. I mean, there's obviously there's, there's Sasha, there's, um, uh, Naomi, uh, there is Tony Storm. Uh, I'm trying to think who else will come to mind. Bailey, if she, you know, if she, you know, only st- if she sticks with, if she doesn't go too overboard. um. Who know? I mean, Charlotte, because Charlotte, you know, when she she does come out with some really cool stuff when when it's a when it's a big show. But we'll see if she how she treats as far as her dress.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. Uh am interested to see what what uh, Alicia pulls out the bag. You know, she's always uh, coming with oh, something. My God, cool. Mickey James, she, um, you never know, she's going to dip into her bag, her her dress up bag.
1: Oh, you mean this? You, oh, you mean when she came out there, dresses, uh, it looking like a totem pole. The uh, one. Yeah. What was that? WrestleMania? Was that last? Was that WrestleMania just passed? Uh, what was that two years it, ago.
0: I think it might have been WrestleMania thirty three.
1: That yeah, that's the one.
0: Yeah, she she came out. I was like, what is this? Like, <laughs> but um, I, I I'm I'm gonna go with Sasha, Bailey, and Natalya getting the win over the Riot Squad.
1: Um, got to, got to, like. Yeah, yeah, you think of it on, on like if those are if those three are getting that match because their they, storyline we couldn't find anything for you and you're the good soldiers and you're the, you know, you know you look at the first uh, Natalia and Charlotte match on the second takeover you look at where they've gone with the horsewoman from there like those are three people that were at the forefront of, front for, forefront of this evolution so. Give the crowd a smile, give the crowd something to be happy about. Give it to those three that those heels can lose and it's not gonna affect them. And then you can move on uh with your, you can move on from there. Give the crowd something to be happy about, you say. Good point. You make you raise a good point. You raise a very good point. <laughs>
0: They'll fuck around and have Liv Morgan go over Sasha Banks with her finish like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, what is Liv Morgan's finish? No idea. What is okay. Somebody put it
0: in the comments. If you know what Liv Morgan's finish is, let us know. You a real real fan.
1: Yeah. You a fan fan. Okay, so who what is that's another one. What is Sarah Logan's finish? I feel like this one I've seen, I just don't remember it.
0: I have no idea what her finish is. It's probably a DDT or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um yeah, man. I I know Ruby has the riot kick, obviously, right. uh, w- which kind of works. Hell, yeah. I, I have no idea what, what Sarah Logan's finish is, but I don't feel like we're going to see it either. So <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to worry much about that. So um, we've got, let me see if I can find a list of the um, competitors for the Battle royal. Or can, can you find that? Actually, I got it right oh, here. I got it. I got it. Okay. So um, the historic women's battle world is how it's listed um, on the wiki. So we've got Tamina. We've got Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Ember Moon, Nia Jax, Dana Brooke, Asuka, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Carmella, Lana, Naomi, Tori Wilson, Michelle McCool. Alundra Blaze, Ivory, Kelly Kelly, Maria Kanellis, Molly Holly, and Zelina Vega, and I'm sure there will be some type of surprises to pop up.
1: I mean, if you ask me, if like who I want for a surprise, I would like it to be like you know some of the NXT women that they that they have flown um, to the event so yeah. they could show up and like we can have Bianca Belair keep her un, undefeated streak going by having her. Win this and it'd be the number one contender, uh, come uh, War Games 2.
0: Yeah, um, that'd be a nice option to go. Um, you know, looking at the main roster women, like you got to look at Ember Moon. I feel like they've put her in this weird position lately. I don't know right, exactly right. why. Um, I can see her being, you know, someone that can get a random title shot, uh, maybe on even on TV, like <laughs> for how they've treated this thing.
1: Could you look at the list and tell me how many main roster women, like, do you count as people that could actually win this thing?
0: Okay, so I've got Ember Moon, Nia Jax, Oscar. That's no, it.
1: No Carmelo, no Naomi. No. Okay.
0: I'd be shocked if one of those two won it. Okay. Um. But uh, I'm looking. I'm, I'm sure. Um. You know, Mrs. Undertaker is going to get her fair share of eliminations. Um, Tori Wilson, not really excited to see her back. Ivory, kind of, kind of interested. Weird interest, a little bit of interest there. Uh, I know Molly Holly was good last time we saw her. Uh, Maria Canellas, not really like here for the wrestling part of it. I don't know, man.
1: It, it,
0: who's your favorite on
1: this? <sighs> um, yikes! I was I would be with the same people you mentioned. Like, if there's no surprises, I would say like you know, Ember, Naya, or Oscar. Um, one of those three. Like, you know, if it were me, if it were me, I'd put I I have Oscar win and try to you know fix what I broke. But you know, uh, yeah. she's she's cooked, bro. Yeah, uh, I made peace with it. Yeah. Um. I'm, I'm still holding hope, like just like I'm still out here holding on hope for for Bailey, right? So <laughs> oh, yeah. that's real. Look,
0: that um, is real fandom.
1: Yeah, true fan, real fan. Um, I don't know, like maybe you know, maybe Beth Phoenix decides to pull a JBL and decides to rip off, the, rip off the, the <laughs> from, from commentary and decide to get, you know get interactive. So yes, yes. Um, uh, I I I will I will pop for that. Have I will too. You. Look have,
0: her th- look, have her throw Nia out just, again. Just. So let's go to uh, some of the comments I got in the uh, Facebook section. Simon was like, going to have to judge this show by the Ryback rules. Take think- three things you like and appreciate it. And, like, those are those matches are the whole show. Brian Lee says, mediocre card and build up. Also, Asuka is in a lame battle royal. Yeah, stone face. Simon says, Liv Morgan's finishes the blue tongue of death. Um. <laughs> Sergio Parra says, I think Logan has the pop-up headbutt. Sosa said, is Victoria coming back for this? I would say no, because they treat Victoria like she doesn't exist, for whatever reason. Like, like there, yeah. there are certain people that they do this with. And James, you weren't there yesterday. I was at breakfast with um, uh, Josh and Jeremy. My thing was, like, yo, there, there are certain people that they just act like don't exist, aside from, like, the obvious one, like China, right?
1: Right. But
0: why don't they ever talk about Pedro Morales ever?
1: I mean, I have some I I have some guesses of why they don't talk about uh Pedro Morales, but like he held the WWE championship for 2 years, almost
0: right. 3. Right. He was, uh, he's held the Intercontinental title more days than anyone. Right. We never hear a peep. Like it's like right. Bruno happened. Superstar Billy Graham and Backlund happened, and really,
1: they really talk about Backlund. Aside for the fact that Backlund comes back right. a kind of time,
0: right? I don't know if a situation where he never came back. I actually meant to send this question into like Wrestling Observer, like try to like figure out why don't they ever talk about Pedro Morales? What happened? I'd love to know. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, up next, uh, we've got a tag team match. Now this match wasn't supposed to be a tag team match. The final product isn't even uh, what was supposed to happen, but it is Trish Stratus returning with her great theme music, uh, which is one of the rare great theme musics for her time period. Especially, and Lita,
1: and it was like, especially doing that, like you know, early two thousands rap. Like uh, you could, you could come out here sounding like Seven McMahon's music.
0: Yeah, um, I felt like it was um, it was those two songs that were there. And somehow, uh, <laughs> and somehow Trish was able to get that one instead of Stephanie Ste- getting
1: it. Now, Stephanie probably decided to choose a music. She probably had the choice of picking both and decided to choose that one because you're like, it'll get heat because this is a bad one. Maybe,
0: maybe. Uh, but but that that rock and roll joint, that, that's where it's at. It's always been where it's at. Um, Trish and Lita teaming up uh, against Mickey James and Alicia Fox. So, uh, Leashbox obviously not supposed to be in the match like to begin with. Uh, we originally started this thing with Trish Stratus versus Alexa Bliss, which just boiled my bones uh, on a million levels. They found out that, uh, and it was a swerve the whole time because the story was that it was always supposed to be a tag team match, but obviously they didn't want to reveal their hands too early with Ronda Rousey and Nikki Bella, so they couldn't announce that, even though <laughs> everyone knew it was coming. Yeah. Um, then, you know, they turned into a tag team match with Alexa. Alexa, unfortunately, suffered an injury um, over the weekend in Boston, I believe. And this was her first match back from the uh, last match she had with Rousey. It, I don't have this confirmed, but there is video out there of a hip toss or judo throw going wrong where Alexa falls right on her damn head. And that, yeah. I guess that's what caused the concussion. James, did you see this?
1: yeah I saw it a few days ago, and I mean we talked about it in the chat just uh like maybe like an hour or so ago, but like I saw it a few days ago, and paired with the talk that like event that people thought there was like a maybe a broken nose situation attached to it, I just was iffy on whether or not that was actually the spot where she got the concussion because obviously who knows. Um, and you know how concussions are, how concussions work, like, you know, sometimes it's a trauma right then, and sometimes it's, you know, it's post, you know, later on, you actually, you start getting concussion symptoms that show, and who knows, but, um, you know, just luckily, like, luckily, given, you know, how scary the bump actually looked, um, that it was just, just a concussion as opposed to, you know, something involving her neck, because she could, like, that was some real stack of dimes type of, uh, type of situation. That's kind of the, you know. You have to be done because you have ruined your, your spine type of situation. Right. <clears throat>
0: and um, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, this is just a quality control check. Let me know if you guys can hear James um, or and or on Facebook. Let me know if you can hear James because I'm trying a couple things out here. Um, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. Alexa can't uh, compete. You know, we've never been the biggest Alexa Bliss fans uh, on this show, but, you know, we don't ever wish it for anyone to get hurt or injured or anything like that. Um, yeah. But she's, it looks like she's going to be uh, in a managerial role and Alicia Fox and Mickey James are in this match. And I feel like Alicia Fox is about to get beat. And, but the question about this match is not, will Alicia Fox get beat? It is. What will she wear? <laughs> yeah, man. Um,
1: what she- will the superstar wear? I don't know. All I know is she dressed like somebody that's getting heat. Uh, she's not really getting heat. She's just crazy. She's just crazy, right? <laughs> um, you know, it is kind of weird when Alicia Fox because like every time they give her like the little three week push that they give her, she does pretty well with it. But they never ever decide to actually do something with it after like they after they actually put her on TV. It's kind of weird. I, I wonder why that is.
0: Yeah, I, I've got a couple uh, thoughts on that, but I, I'll save those for another day. Oh, um,
1: I got. Are you gonna say that? Are you gonna say that for the uh, what what do you call it? um we were talking about it in one of the groups i can't remember which it was like if they finally if they basically did a diaspora uh all diaspora uh pay-per-view it's just like yeah you know we got we got somebody on the gr- working on a grill at the same time with the match is going on
0: yes uh, i think it was rance came up with that whole uh idea or whatever and he was talking about his card i i would love to book one myself so maybe i'll drop that uh
1: <laughs> somewhere <laughs> Couldn't even do commentary because Booker. Look, can not even do commentary because Saxon and uh, well, I can't say Saxon. Can't even do commentary because like Teddy Long and Booker T Two B is trying to play spades instead of yes. <laughs> actually calling the matches. Yes.
0: Oh man, got <laughs> look, got, got you know the dominoes going. Look, got the dominoes going up against the, against the um uh, and the dice is going up against the guardrail.
1: Yeah, you know Saxon will know how to play spades. So. Yeah.
0: Um. Let's see what else we got. Oh, then, of course, we've got the 2018 mayon Classic tournament final. Uh, Tony Storm against Io Shirai. Um, we watched the whole Mayon Classic. We were actually on the Implications show on Lords of Pain radio. If you'd like to check that episode out, looks like it did pretty well, James. I was checking out the uh, numbers and oh, yeah. all that. Um, <clears throat> but we talked all about, you know, the tournament in full. Our whole thoughts on, you know, best competitors, worst competitors, best matches, uh, so that's a show you guys can go check out. Um, Sharai Sh- and Storm, what are your expectations, uh, expectations here, James?
1: Oh man, um, my expectations is for this to be some bit of a version of uh, a two hundred five, a big two hundred five live match back when they were still on Raw, yeah. where people people are kind of. I think I think there'll be more people that know than the average RAW fan when it came to two or five livers. However, like I still think they're going to be they're going to start out, you know, having to impress to people to get them over. But I think the wrestling will be so good that both people will get the match over. Right. Um, so I think this will be the best Russell match of the, on the card. Um. But like it depends on how much time they get. Like if they can get to if they can get thirteen minutes, fifteen minutes then we're going to, you know, we're going to, this is going to be the, you know, the, uh, this is going to be the Steamboat Savage deal, right? <laughs> um, but if they give it eight minutes, nine minutes, then like I think they'll still have a good match, but like it, it won't get the crowd fully over. I just like given. I just think that if you're going to have seven matches on the card, you have to have something. And I heard that, you know, there's talks that Charlotte and Becky are going to go 20 something minutes. Um, Then this needs to be a match to be basically like the quote unquote mid car glue to hold it together. And I think, I think, you know, they're more than capable of doing that. Like these are two of the best female wrestlers in the world.
0: Yeah, I think the magic uh, number is about 12 to 13 minutes. Like that was like the longest May classic matches. If they got that there, I think that's more than enough time for them to do their thing. Uh, hopefully they don't get someone trying to agent their match to tone, to work a hold, use a chin lock, work the leg, all that stuff. Like, <laughs> like, and, and put the queen of the sky on the ground and, you know, shit like that. Like, I, I'm not trying to see that. I'm trying to see Tony storm, Io Shirai, leave it out here. Um, I do think going into last year, there was a little bit more because we had a defined heel that was awesome. And I think that is missing um, from this. Um, so, you know, Babyface Match and Nassau Coliseum, the worst building
1: in the country, some call it. And as I don't far know. As crowd, You mean like it's – well, actually, that's, that's actually the worst – it actually is the worst building on two fronts. Like, it is notorious – it's like – it's one of those cra- notoriously bad crowd – And also, like, you know, people were talking about the Nassau Coliseum being shut down sometime. Like, it almost got shut down, and um, people were taking literally, like, pulling chairs out of the rows and taking them with them. So this isn't, you know, (laughs) know, like for souvenirs. So, like, yeah, this is. um, So on two fronts, this is also this is one of the worst stadiums in the in the arenas in the country, absolutely
0: yeah man it's um it's gonna be interesting um so i i revealed um I, my pick uh, i got tony storm going over here over EO Shirai. you know <clears throat> i don't know if is gonna do the same thing they did last year and you know that sucks to say that but that's just a, a fact of you know the people we're dealing with here um <laughs> so uh but i think tony storm's a superstar um concerned about her talking, but at this point she doesn't really have to be a strong talker. So, um, who you got on this, one, James?
1: Yeah, I'm still with Tony for the same reason that I think, um, or maybe for a different reason, but I just think get, I think she's going to be the face of NXT UK, and um, at, uh, as far as the woman's perspective, so I think like she's going to be needed sooner and at a bigger spot than Shirai will, because um, I think Shirai is probably going to I don't know if she's gonna be like, you know, wrestling on NXT by by the end of the year. So I think, you know, I think you kind of hold that off for at least a little bit because I mean, unless I need to know that like Shayna and Nikki Cross and whoever else are gonna be moved on to the main roster. Somebody too.
0: gotta get out of the way.
1: Yeah, like there's no there's not enough room now. Cause right now, like we're kinda in a nice spot on the NXT on NXT proper with the women right now, which means like somebody needs to be moved on to, in, to make room for Shirai.
0: Right. And you know, when we say moved on, we're, we're not saying, I, I like how you said that it's not moved up. <laughs> oh, wow. It's moved on.
1: You I know. didn't even, I didn't even think of it. I didn't even think of it in that term, but yeah, sure. Why not? I kind of like that, you know, creating stuff and you did know it. Like maybe it's a Freudian thing. I don't know. But, um, you know, I I would love. Okay, when would you do the Shayna Rousey thing? When would you do that? Or will you just move her to SmackDown and have her just basically, you know, just start mauling away from it? Um,
0: I think you have to. Damn, it's gonna be more of Ronda's friends turning on her. Like, is Shayna Baszler gonna be Paul Orndorff? Like, why Ronda ain't returning my calls <laughs> no more?
1: got going to be Paul Rador, Bitch, you do <laughs> Oh,
0: Comment from Dre Sosa. He said, I want to go one-on-one with Tony Storm. You're not the only one, sir. <laughs> I'm sure that sentiment is a common theme uh, oh, of, amongst dude. these parts. Um, yeah, but yeah. I, I Whatever they do, Shayna, I hope that. I hope Shayna doesn't change. Like, I Put hope Shana here. shows up as this mauler and this this person she always is. And she's like, yo, Ronda, what the fuck is up? Like, yeah. you know, they gave her, they rolled a red carpet out for you. They didn't give me shit. I had to go through, you know, the, the Indies. I had to go through NXT, you know, all this other stuff. So maybe I hold off on that. Yeah. Like, maybe you debut Shana and let her win the Royal Rumble. I don't I- know.
1: Like given what we know about, given what we, you know, what we've always assumed about NXT with Vince and also like what Triple H is kind of like stooged off to us, like the last like imagine, right, all of a sudden like six, eight months from now, right, they're doing they're doing some type of contract signing and Shana's in and they got Shayna dressed like Charlotte or or Becky or or any other any of the other women um, that look like they just came fresh from the club and they always wearing leather pants. Like imagine can you imagine that if they did that with Shayna? That, how wrong that would be. So I, I just, think Shayna that, was that trying to, not how she dresses at all and that is not what she is that's not how she dressed on NXT either
0: yeah I, I think she would show up in the black jacket and like the cargo joints or whatever or something I
1: need, this is what I need I don't need I don't need leather don't give me leather pants Shayna and high heels give me boot cut jeans <laughs> give me boot cut jeans Shayna okay give me, yeah. that's what I want okay. That's, that's um, all
0: I'm asking for. So, getting into that transitioning, uh, Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane for the NXT Women's Championship. These two have history, they have chemistry, and they have a dynamic that, on this card, I don't think it. I don't think um, you know is anywhere else. You've got this plucky, fiery, angry baby face, like at times. Uh, who is just like the peak of goodness, essentially, going against a fucking bully, a mauler, a dangerous person. I'm going to love this match. I, I can I can tell. And if it's the last time these two fight for a while, I think they're going to want to top themselves. Uh, what they've done, and pretty much every time they've ever gone out there has been impressive. I don't think they've ever had that classic, but it's been good. I think this could be their their chance for their classic.
1: Yeah, I agree too, and I think that I'm more confident this match will be. I'm not saying I'm I, if I said you know if um what's likely to have the best match of the card, but if you ask me like what is most likely to be like what who has the highest floor as opposed to the highest highest ceiling, I would say this match. Um, you have Triple H Triple H is, is going to be there. Um, uh, this is Triple H's this is Triple H's women's match. I don't think Vince is going to sports entertainment this up. If you get what I'm saying, like I think there's more of a you chance. Not, you not I, monkey it up, James. I think there's more of a chance. You stupid. I think there's more <laughs> of a chance that Vince will 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 try to will, will quote unquote sabotage or cut cut short or do something wacky in the May Young Classic final than this match. So I so this is the match I'm I'm most I'm most assured is going to be a banger. Um, on the entire card, uh, I think, I think Tony, I th- it's not Tony, I'm sorry. I'm, I think that, uh, Kyrie wins, and I think that, you know, uh, sooner or later, like around this time, this cycle, um, I think that we have, um, I think we have Shayna graduate.
0: Yeah, um, they could do a title change and then have Shayna drop it the next show, but that'd be a lot of shuffling. So I'm going to go with Kyrie Sane as well, but it seems like Kyrie Sane gets the best of Shayna in all these big matches. So <laughs> that is one big thing to, uh, to pay attention to, which I'm not ruling out Shayna, you know, winning here, but just, you know, the likelihood of how these things look like they are, you know, tending to go. I don't think you're bringing up Kyrie Sane anytime soon. Um, even though they should be thinking about that, like for around WrestleMania time, like they should be plotting on who's gonna be the next one. And I got a couple ideas. How about you, James?
1: Um, yeah, i like uh, all right. Well, go go give me give me one give me one example when you think of right now. Okay, Honestly, one get-
0: one that they're clearly doing that nah, I'm not necessarily excited about, but Lacey Evans. Um yeah, and then you gotta look at Bianca Belair, of course. Right. Um, and they've got. I think there are other women that they have as far as heels. Those are the standouts. Nikki Cross, you. I feel like you got to get her. I don't know where she goes at at this point.
1: Yeah, I think, I think they need to finish up whatever they're doing with her and Bianca. I think they need to have a proper finish. Um, and then after that, maybe you give her another title shot. Except this time, it's just not against Shane. it's against Kyrie. And then you move on from there. Um but outside of that, I don't really think there's anything else for her to do in NXT right now, unless you're gonna have her with um Aleister black. but that's like that's about it. I mean, and, you know, given that we just had this hill turn with with with, uh, with Johnny, um like maybe that's the thing now. like they basically they find you something else to do to keep you down there as opposed to have you go to up to the main roster when there's bloated with a bunch of people that like, Aren't fresh, but also, but also, are people that have nothing else to do. So you're better off making use of these people that are already up there, as opposed to bringing more people to do nothing with.
0: Yeah, man, it's um, there's there's gonna have to be a change in the way NXT's run because they are they're sitting on a lot of people, and I feel like a lot of people need to get promoted, especially like with the way things are broken on Monday Night Raw now. They need more talent. <clears throat> and then they're going to have to shuffle with SmackDown. And then we're getting into, uh, obviously, next year with the TV deals. They're going to e- either have to say, hey, fuck it. Let's just empty this uh, treasure chest we got going on right now, and we'll like leave NXT to figure it out because ultimately this isn't the priority. But I think <clears throat> the problem is NXT has so much of the talent that's out there right now. Like If you look at the indie scene right now, the biggest guys are, like, Walter, Bandito, Jeff Cobb. They're not who they're going to be in, like – I mean, Walter is. But a lot of the other stars, like, if you look at Evolve, they're not who they're going to be, like, a year and a half from now. So – and we know what NXT is and and what it leans on. Yeah. So, they got to figure something out. But – Moving on, the SmackDown Women's Championship, the last woman standing match between Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Wait, what did you call uh, that match? The last woman standing match.
1: No, before then.
0: The SmackDown Women's Championship match?
1: Nah, bro. Like, call it what you were calling earlier, like, a couple episodes ago. (sighs)
0: So, for the WWE Championship. Thank you. (laughs) Becky Lynch uh, defends the title against Charlotte. Now, do they want Charlotte to be a nine-time champion, just keep putting the belt on her a million times and making none of these reigns mean a damn thing? We can't rule it out. We know these people. Becky Lynch has been the peak of herself since this whole Charlotte feud has gone down? Do you want to throw that in the trash? Do you want to take take a good look at how much this woman is connected with the audience? Even though y'all try to work so hard and get her booed, it's not working. But what is working is just Becky. People love her. I hope that they don't cut this off right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, and then you also throw in um, like the logistics of the schedule, and you think about um, if they were to do a best of seven type of uh, series like how they did at SummerSlam last year, and I thought that pay per view was so well done until the main event when Triple H, Triple H it. Um, when well, you have champion versus champion, mid card champion versus mid card champion, and women's champion versus women's champion, like. If your match, if your big money match for Ronda is eventually to get to Charlotte and Ronda, then Becky needs to win this match. And so you can have Becky basically be more or less cannon fodder or somebody you could trust to put on a good match with Ronda because Ronda is now your top person in the company. So for me, whether, what however they need to do it or whatever else, hook or crook, it's probably going to be by crook because she already got her clean win and she's the heel. Becky needs to win this match and then move on to Rousey and then tend to whatever else they come up with uh, as far as a challenger after Charlotte and Charlotte can move on to something else on the card because I mean, maybe she, I don't know. Like I would say this though, regardless of who wins, I don't know. I mean, well, Charlotte, obviously if Charlotte wins, she clearly has to wrestle Becky one more time. But like once this feud is over, Whoever's the champion, I don't know what they do. For, like I don't know what Charlotte does from this point forward after this is over. Right, I don't know. I don't have an idea. Like, what should do few of the iconics? Yeah,
0: iconics or or like Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Like, uh, not here for it, Chief. Uh, I, I think that that's where you where you get the Oscar thing. I think that's where you maybe get a call up to SmackDown. Um, <clears throat> Charlotte versus Shannon would be awesome. Who?
1: charlotte versus Shayna would be awesome
0: yeah she she would have to do that job to Shayna though <laughs> like, like like if they, they bring out Shayna baszler uh off rip and then just have her lose uh to the natural selection i'm gonna be fucking hot like- you, know what
1: that would sound like you know what that would sound just like what that, that would be just like if like <laughs> in his first pay-per-view in the company like, on the main roster, if Kevin Owens had lost to Cena instead. <laughs> yeah. Like, look, you can lose the feud, but she has to win the first match. She just has to. You have to legitimize this person to these new people. You have I to. Think,
0: I think that's a good idea. Like, if, if you, like, if you if you get Charlotte to Tuesday's TV, right, and then she comes out and comes a promo about being all sad and all that, and then Shayna jumps out on her and chokes her out like, you thought it was a wrap, huh? Like, <laughs> and then you do Charlotte and Shayna is like, your secondary feud. Maybe you heat Oscar back up and, and give Asuka and Becky Lynch a run after the whole, um, um you know,
1: damn. I mean, after, I, would say, I yeah. would say this, though, right? If Becky wins, there's still some time where you don't have to worry about Becky having a TV program because she can just run down. Because Ronda and Becky can go back and forth on promos, and they can't ever touch each other because they're on different shows. So you can do that where they're basically running down each other. And it's only, like, Three weeks from now is when Royal Rumble, or sorry, when Survivor Series is. So, in theory, you just have them talk shit back and forth, which is the best thing Becky does anyway right now, like as far as um, getting herself over it, is her talking ability. So, we have them draw, run each other down, then they have to run it at Survivor Series, and then you worry about um, a, a babyface challenger at that point. I, the-
0: I think you can do Naomi as a TV challenger between then. Like you, think you need it, though? What's up? Do you think you actually need her in the ring though, Becky? Yes. for For next
1: three I, weeks.
0: I, I think to give Becky another defense, sure, just do it on TV. Because okay. like, I don't know if that's a pay-per-view program. And then, and this whole time you can be rebuilding Oscar away from you know all of them. Just let her maul whoever, or let her win the battle royal, and then she like you know keeps that on the tuck. Gotcha. So and maybe she gets a match at the Royal Rumble for the belt, like Becky and Oscar, or something like that. But, um, yeah, man. So, um, as far as the match, the Last Man Standing, not really like you know my favorite stipulation. Uh, we've seen several of them this year. We've seen Nakamura and AJ. We've seen uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano, and now this is going to be the, the next one. And it's like, okay, there's a lot of standing around these two they've had a count out they've had a disqualification do you think they got it right here should they have gone with something like a steel cage do you think they could have gone with if it was me it would be an i quit match but maybe they don't want to tap charlotte out
1: um a submission maybe not a maybe not i quit just do a submission match which is pretty much everybody thinks the same thing anyway um i would it it i'm okay with it like you know you talked about how you're like you're just over the last last person standing match and i'm just like okay so you just named one of the like on the main roster the Nakamura AJ match that's one of the 10 best matches on the main roster this year the last man standing match right then you mentioned uh, the uh, the last Johnny and Dude match uh, out of that trilogy or whatever, and that match is also like one of the best twenty matches on NXT this year. So like, I, I understand, like, yeah, you know, it is it isn't a work rate match at all. Um, but like, you know, it is it is very much a, a high floor match, and well, yeah. you, you, you know, can't
0: fuck this up. But it's just well,
1: like I get I get you. I'm just saying, like, look, all I'm saying is. If if you're going to insure me a match that is going to most likely uh, I'm going to most likely enjoy, I want to take all the layups I can out of WWE that they're willing to give me. That's it, because you can't tr- uh-huh. you can't trust them for shit. So if they're going to say like, look, we are more or less guaranteeing you that these two are going to have a good match. Thank you, I will take that. Please, I will put that in my pocket and I will take I will thank you and I will not uh, criticize that because I don't know I don't know the next time you're going to give me another good match. You know, uh-huh. you want if you want your good, your great match in, or good or great match of WWE this year, you are looking on the network and not so much on like the the, team, the main roster. So that's where I'm at with that one.
0: Yeah, I, I'm with the champ. Um, so Becky Lynch, whoop that ass, like.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I, I'm, I am going to pick Becky. Um, just for the fact that I think that. Um the Charlotte, you don't wanna you don't wanna mess around with the Charlotte and and around the thing right now. Like unless you're gonna tell me that they're not gonna do what they did last year with, with with, Survivor Series and that like Charlotte needs a new contender. Like like either give all I'm saying is either give me Charlotte Shayna or keep Becky as a champion because you have nothing else better than that.
0: Yeah. Like Shannon Bailey is going to be like the Samoa Joe of the women's division.
1: Probably, yeah. Probably.
0: Uh, Hopefully, she uh, actually gets to win sometimes, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So the last match, presumed main event, uh, Ronda Rousey versus Nikki Bella. We've talked at length on um, uh, The Lords of Pain show about how they built this thing up and. You know, this is the match, the diva versus the versus the real athlete. Um, if you're doing this story, Rhonda's not my first person to, you know, do it with here. Like as far as like the real athlete thing, because I don't think that's the the point of contention for for the the diva thing. The diva thing is like, hey, we got all these great wrestlers that basically pulled us out of this shit. And that would be one of the four horsewomen that I would run that with, but we don't always get what we want. So um shouts out to Dre. He said Dre Selsey said, Thank y'all for this show. It's getting them through work. No problem, man. We are here for the entertainment. Um
1: Yeah, yeah, hit us up on Venmo or something or the cash, yeah. for- <laughs> yeah, cash Out. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> like how much, how much do you really appreciate it? Like <laughs>
0: <laughs> Um but, yeah man they 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 took the 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 you know you slept with John Cena route, blah 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 and it got people excited is is as sad as that that route went was but um what are you expecting here James and what do you think of this overall build and all that and was this the right match
1: um from their perspective I can see why they made the match um. It's a match that should have been done. Um, I think this is more of a WrestleMania match type of match than a uh, first ever women's pay per view match. I think, I think the thing that people are kind of losing sight of when it comes to uh, the reason why they turned around and why people are so into the the uh, evolution and the the, the horsewomen was, um, and, and was the fact that like not only were they just you know having starting to have good matches it was that they came out of nowhere from we were for years led to believe that they can only wrestle at a certain level to them having the best matches on the best cards of the year like people were getting it like Finn Balor while he was the, the probably the biggest draw in this era in the network era of NXT history ever that he never had the best match on the takeover it was always ever. the women it was always the women. And um I think we've kind of lost sight of that. Like we we've started to we've more or less talked about X and X X, Y, and Z don't deserve A, B, or C because of you know, because people are playing favorites or whatever else as opposed to losing sight of like the main thing about this thing was the fact that like they were having kick ass matches. And look, no knock against Nikki, no knock against Rhonda. Rhonda's really young. Ronda's new to the game. She's green, and Nikki is somebody that has been out of wrestling for a while. If you had told me just pick just from that perspective, would this be the right match for the fir- for the main event of the first ever women's All Women's review View? My answer would be no because of that reason. Um, but we're past that. Their build, I th- I found the build to be tasteless, but. For the people that needed to be hooked in on this match because they were stuck on picking favorites of, of whatever else, this, you know, it got it got a lot of them and I got the main watching viewership to really be in on this. So from that perspective, they did a good job. And i heard they've been, you know, I heard they even practicing. Yeah. Right. Um, they've been they've been, you know, they've been treating this thing with the proper uh They've been going about it the right way as far as the match, so I think the match is going to be at the least good. Um, so if they give me a good match and uh, and you know they they did a good they did a good build for getting the people that they want to do. I found it wasn't for me, so you know I'm I so yeah sure why not I'm I'm excited to see the match at this point just in the match like the build was whack, but I'm I'm here for the match at least like and if you had told if you have told me. Actually, not. You told me. You remember the time when we first started this thing. Um, when we first heard the news that has happened, like around Wrestle or sorry SummerSlam time, they're like, "This is gonna be the match." If you told me like then that I'll be, I will feel the way I feel now about what actually wanted to see this match. Supposed to this is fucking bullshit. Then like you know, and that, is that's the case? Then it's a success, right? To some extent.
0: I still think it's bullshit to a lot of degree because, I don't know, I'm not here for, like, you know, it's clearly not for me. Like, and, you know, I look at these things and obviously looking at Sasha and that six-man or six-woman match infuriates me, right? Right. And seeing them get passed over for this Nikki Bella stuff, it's like, okay. And I've always, like, I've liked Nikki Bella a lot. (laughs)
1: Like <laughs> It was a weird point where we got to a point where like when uh, in the middle of uh, Alexa's reign of terror of having these piss poor matches or not piss poor matches, these mediocre matches on pay-per-view. Like he was like, she's just the worst. Like, dude, you understand? Like she's basically just Nikki Bella except less believable because she's smaller than Nikki. And then you, like, we went back and forth. It's like you look at, you know, just like you go back over and you're like, oh, my God. Actually, Nikki is more or less just a better, a more believable Alexa Bliss. Um that it's not as nearly a good as promo, but still nonetheless, like there's a person that is quote unquote getting heat for not being uh deemed good enough or tough enough or believable enough. And we're making we're gonna put it, shove it in your face how how much that is uh how much that like clear fact is um an annoyance to you. So um, but yeah, like we ha- we do have to give her um some amount of credit for sitting there and being willing to deal with that. And what they put on her because like that is something that they should ask nobody they should ask nobody to be tasked with of we're going to go through your personal life and make it me- and bring all the mess out in, in front of you know in front of the world to see like so I kind of you know well, I kinda, my heart kind of goes out for her in that situation.
0: She, she's done that with the reality show too so um <clears throat> they I don't know I, I've never really believed like the, the thing like as far as um you know what how popular the reality show is right mm-hmm. and you know you see the demographics you know come and go you see the total diva's viewership like collapsing um by the season essentially so it's right. like i don't know i feel like they 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 pick people They you, you know the phrase we got they pick dudes for this shit like yeah. I, and i feel like that's what this was the, this was a case of like
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like absolutely like Nikki is absolutely somebody that was picked, but um, I, I guess what I'm saying, I guess what I'm saying is, you look at the demographic ship of their of their fan base and how much of that is um, has to do with the reality shows. Like we can't just dismiss it as like Nikki does not matter at all. Like, granted, I would rather have someone in 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 this position, but. Is WWE and WWE would have done this with WWE would have absolutely done this with them in. So I can't really be like you know this is only because of X, Y, and Z. It's like no, nah, they would have done the same thing. Like that's the reason why. Like <sighs> never mind. I'm not going to go that route. But yeah, like <sighs> they, she's one of the handpicked chosen from the last five years of, of WWE, and it's, that's absolutely without dispute. Um, but, like, this is a match that was worthy of having a – being at a big spot where there was – if this had been a SummerSlam match. Th- that's another thing. If this had been a WrestleMania match or a SummerSlam match, would, it, would, would this have bothered you less than the fact that it's, like, the main event of the Per interview? Or do you think that would have – or do you think that would even, – even if it's not you, do you think that would have calmed down some of the people that were just in hysterics over the fact that it's her in this spot again? I don't know.
0: Um, because <clears> – <throat> uh I, i'm not sure if, if that would have calmed, calmed people down because you know the way it looks it's like they're of equal value it feels like you're gonna get the main event of the non you know of the um you know win first win's pay-per-view or you get the wrestlemania title match you know they're, gotcha. they're at the same level
1: okay so yeah all right. I, I just thought that, like, if they were everyone in my mind, I think, like, just before this, before, and it, it never crossed my mind, but, like, if you had told me to think about it, say, Nikki's going to come back. Like, 1 well, 1, Nikki's neck is going to be okay for her to come back. Right. And then they're going to put her in a match with, with Ronda. Where do you think that match will happen for WWE? My answer would be, like, a SummerSlam or WrestleMania.
0: Yeah. That's what you would think. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, are we ruling out the fact that that are we ruling out a Nikki Bella win here, completely?
1: I think there's a non-zero chance that she becomes champion, but it's it, but I think at the same time like it's so low. Like, if I yeah, me I'm gonna say five percent. There's a five percent chance she becomes champion because she has brie in her corner. They can always cheat, so
0: and like they could always like just start a faction out of nowhere that Ronda has to mow through before she gets back to Nikki at WrestleMania. And you know, and you know
1: they like for some reason like they love the tr- they love the they love to act as if like the first or last title reigns are the most important reigns. Like they love to just be like, "Oh, you know, the next reign is the most important reign." And then like they just, you know, it gets less diminishing the returns they wonder why. Like they don't treasure people getting their first title runs or but they, they tend to, but they don't, and they don't really, you know, make room for people to have their last how to run either. Like, you know, they always just like the next one, the next one, the next one. So, um, that that's also another thing to be dangerous of, but you know, you got to have to turn off that, you know, the, the booking brain to the, the, the proper, the proper booking brain to think how Vince thinks. Like I thought earlier, just this is a sidebar, sorry about that. But I was thinking, um, earlier yesterday that, um, like, what will be the chance that Vince is doing the, you know, we gotta send we gotta have a certain number of heels win and a certain number of, of of baby faces win, just like he does on every pay-per-view card. And then his logic is we're gonna have Charlotte win because and that'll be we're gonna, we're gonna have Charlotte win because that'll because we need to give the crowd some something to cheer for, even though like the yeah. crowd is going to boo it. Yep the second it happens because he doesn't know no damn better because you know in his mind you know that's how it works it's not like he doesn't listen to the crowd like that like so um
0: jordan actually uh jordan fox actually left a comment and said i don't think as many people would hate on the match if it was at wrestlemania because it wouldn't be in a main event spot it would be three matches from the top now with with the roman reigns thing that might not be the case anymore jordan i'm not advocating for ronda rousey to be in the main event of wrestlemania because I just don't think she's there, like. But that doesn't mean they won't do it.
1: <laughs> okay, so the okay, so I, maybe it's maybe it's amongst us, right? Maybe it's just amongst us, like in you know, the the, the super wrestling nerd or whatever else. But given the number of talented women we now have in the, in the uh, in the company or in the main roster you kind of look at the at the women's slots on the shows and like the singles matches or whatever at WrestleMania as like the women's main events because there are no mid-card women's matches. So, um, you know, it was a great deal of frustration the fact that it was Nia and Alexa in the Raw slot last year as opposed to getting the, you know, Sasha Banks in some form or capacity. She's in this pre-show deal, this pre-show crap or Bayley in this pre-show crap. Like that was talked about. Um, you know, like, so I, you know, I, I don't know if uh, he has a, like, yes, like he's right about that. But like, there are still people that are going to be annoyed about that, about that situation of, look, there's only so many slots because they have a quota on women's angles. So like that woman, that woman's angle is more or less like I'm at a fact domain event, because like, if you want to see this this person with vagina that is a great wrestler like they're they have just as hard of a hill to climb as you know someone that's not roman reigns trying to get to the main event of WrestleMania or not someone they didn't wrestle 20 for the company 20 years ago as well
0: yeah um but yeah overall like i said i've decided to watch the show live so i will be on twitter interacting and uh talking about the good moments the bad ones and you know, how great Sasha Banks' gear is. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, what, what are your overall, like, impressions on the show? Like, what are, what are you expecting, James?
1: Um, I'm expecting it to be – hmm. Um, I'm expecting it to be as good as the recent spat of pay-per-views have been, which has been, like, on you know, some of the best pay-per-views of the year, uh, which are more or less the same, like, they're good to pretty damn good. Um, so – That's where I'm at. I expect a pretty good pay-per-view.
0: So a comment from Dre says, he hated the buildup because of Brie. I've grown to love Brie as a fan favorite uh, to die to Daniel Bryan. Now she's being pulled into her sister's bullshit. It's like, damn, I can't see her as a heel again. Like, uh, I guess, like, yeah, he's saying the Daniel Bryan thing made Brie a face to him, and then it's just weird
1: that she's a
0: heel again now, just out of nowhere. Well,
1: well, think about their last run in the end of it. What happened? Like Brie was the babyface. Um, she quit because her husband um, was basically being black extorted into um, handing over the belt. Um, she shows up to support her sister in these matches. Stephanie is putting her, putting, Ste- putting Nikki in these handicap matches, whooping her ass week after week after week. Um, she, you know, the back and forth between this, the slaps, the arrest, um, the reinstatement for the matches, um, the void, um, charge being pressed at, um, with Stephanie and they had the match at SummerSlam and then Nikki turns on her sister. Um, we never ever got him. Do we even get a match?
0: I believe we did get a match and it sucked.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's right. We got a match. Um, um, Brie lost, so Brie had to be uh, her basically her Virgil for thirty days. And the thirty days I've now turned into four years, <laughs> right? Um, so
0: she her you know, slave.
1: So then they made Nikki the champion, and she was always just her tag along for the for the time being for Heat. And then you know she retired, or she went she she left, and then um she had a child, she came back. She was immediately with Brian again, um, for the for the Maurice mixed tag thing, and she was a babyface again. And now that Nikki don't can't call him back, it's time to be evil again.
0: Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they they'll just turn people on a whim. They don't really care. Like, <laughs> like, sorry, Dre. Like, like, they don't really care. Like, like, you would think uh, that she would, because I I remember um, during the damn right.
1: From wrong. You would think she would know right from wrong by hitting.
0: Yeah. You but know no who her husband is. Yeah. But I remember during the um you know, the Dan Bryant retirement, it was like, wow, the way Bree Bella sounded, like, like she about to get Miss Elizabeth level uh respect in these streets. All it took for, for that to go out the window it was send them back out there as the, the Bella twins and all that shit was out the window. Uh from the botches, from the concussion with Liv Morgan, all that shit was out the window.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because remember, frankly, yeah, the yeah, because the botch mode situation, like that, all happened before they even turned heel. So yeah, you're right, absolutely right. Yeah. Um,
0: Johnny uh, Gargano turned heel, James. This is your guy. Your hero. He is now Johnny Evil. So, it's plain.
1: Okay, so we all knew this was we all knew this was a huge possibility once they did the angle where uh, once they started the whole whodunit crime mystery clue shit, right? Um, he, he walked know, out of,
0: out, of, out of the joint on the first time they ever showed anything, looking angry, looking like an angry short man.
1: Yes, yes. Um, so this is what they decided to do. Um. I, I, I will say that I would rather see heel Johnny Gargano than, and I've heard that he's been great. He's a better heel than his babyface. I don't I don't know how that's possible. But then again, I saw Daniel Bryan's 2012 run, so you know um, anything's possible. Um, or late 2011, 2012 run. Um, so I would, if the if the op, if the options were. Either you turn heel, or we're sending you to the main roster 205 live from from not from his perspective because obviously he wants to go get that money, but that tour money. But from the perspective of what would he be doing that's more interesting, and what do I think is more impactful, and where I think he'd be doing the, his best uh, his best work or better work. I think he's better. I think it the, the, it was best for him to stay in NXT. So from that perspective, I, I I'm okay with it because it was it was a it was a It was the the lesser of three evils, basically. And if he stays
0: in NXT, and I actually had a conversation uh, with someone last week about this, and you got that new crop of guys coming, like Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, all those dudes. You either get slotted under them, because surely, like, NXT is always about the new toy, essentially. Or you can turn and fight all of them. Right. So and, and I was a, looking at Bret Hart like, situation where this uh, man was like, "I got two lists." You and then and then he hands him the <laughs> list like a turn heel, and you see he gets to fight Sean, The Undertaker, Austin, and then if he's a babyface, he gets to fight Vader, Sid, like all these <laughs> other
1: matches. Like yeah. so,
0: Bret was like, "Fuck it, I'll turn." And I think that's a similar situation here with Gargano.
1: Yeah. Um, and also, there's another thing is like, there is something like, granted, now that we have our trilogy with Gargano and, and Dude, like, you look for like, the, what's the next huge, like, heated thing between people that could possibly, like, that, that fits the Kevin Owens, um, Sami Zayn archetype that fits the, uh, that fits, you know, what we just had with Gar- Gargano and Dude. The next one is Riddle and Gargano like they were so close and evolved and all that kind of stuff there's, there's footage of them talking about it like you know you know get gabe sapolsky and he, he you know kind of more or less you know is consulting with wwe and nxt in particular like they have you know they have access to that kind of um they, to that library um or they bought the library already or whatever one of those two things in situation uh So, like, there's a story there for Riddle, who is, you know, we expect to be the man in NXT in the next year, over the next year.
0: And he's going to have to fight, eventually, the heel DIY.
1: Yeah. So, like, with that story, they're like, you know, for TakeOver, Riddle versus Gargano, that'd be big time. Like Five my only stars. <laughs> <laughs> right. My only my only real issue with it is the fact that they did a they did a, a booking no no or even a TV show no no, which is you have a strong and anti- you have a top antagonist already built and established. You already have, and then you decide with your top protagonist in the show, you decide to turn him evil when it's like that's that sounds that that's backwards. That's something backwards.
0: Um like, you don't throw away how big of a babyface he was. And I think it was a situation where they got caught by the calendar and Gargano, or excuse me, and Ciampa being injured. Because if that, if the angle starts with them, you know, doing their revenge angles, right, you can get Gargano the championship at some point rather than having to put it on Ciampa at some point. Right. right. I mean, yeah. And now you got the weird thing of, of how does Johnny get the NXT title now and how does he do it as a heel?
1: And the better, and the better story would have been if Johnny had over had won the last match, had been the champion, riding high. Everybody's really, really happy. And then, and then, like he's pretending like he's still a good guy. And he did some he, still, it. he still having these matches where he was like, "I got to get back to Johnny wrestling when he's when he's already an evil motherfucker." So he, so he duped us on that end. Imagine how people, how pissed people would be. If he was a champion, we were all happy for him. Um, and then the same thing happens where Alistair shows up and was like, This motherfucker took me out so that he could, so that he could selfishly take um, uh, so he could selfishly take this spot and I'm coming for him. Yeah. People would have been so mad at Johnny. He'd be like, You let us all down. It, now it's like, oh, you let us all down, and you're a loser.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that, that's true. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I I think that would have been a really awesome way to do it. I think
1: it would have been a it would have been a perfect fall from grace. It would have been like when John Cena laid out. Uh, I'm sorry, when CM Punk laid out John Cena and Rock at the end of, of uh, Raw One Thousand, except like it would have been a long. It was a long form situation where it was like, dude. You mean to tell me like you were so obsessed with this belt and everything? Like, you turn you turn it back on the fans, you turn it back, on everything like dude, I don't mind. I'm like booking it better, but like it's still turn out, it's still gonna be great, but like it could have been even more. And that's it, could have really
0: been, been more. That. You know, you it's know, better. why I think they got stuck there because and this is a testament to Ciampa, he's been so excellent as a heel. Yeah. I guess they felt like they couldn't pull out of it or whatever, yeah. So, he's so what
1: do you think is gonna, gonna be the match? What do you think is gonna be the title match now? Now that, like obviously, is I mean.
0: You got Belvatine Dream involved. There's probably going to be like some multi man match or something.
1: Okay, so we. Ono's not going to be on takeover unless he's wrestling Riddle, right? That's what I would believe, yep. Yeah. Okay, we're assuming that like Johnny. Alistair has to go through Johnny to get his title back, right? Right. Okay, so. I mean. There also are the other suspects that were in the ring as it happened um, when they, and they did all that to tell the story. But like, there's there's also you know there's there's dude that has the belt and he has to fight a babyface. So like, Lars says he want Lars is coming at the title, but I think that's really a stepping stone for Velveteen. Like I think we're gonna end up with Velveteen and and um and dude.
0: I mean, that could happen. Uh, I I think it's a situation where maybe they do, like, a multi-man match, and then they just flip the title off of Champa to whoever they really want to get it on, like maybe even Gargano right now.
1: So you think they're going to do a five-way? Yes. On the same show that's going to have... War Games? It's only going to have War Games. You think they're going to do that?
0: Well, they'll also have the women's belt. They'll also have... um, The tag team title. Actually, they won't have the tag team titles because that's going to be in the war games.
1: Oh, that's right. So, okay. So.
0: They'll have Matt Riddle. They'll have the women's title. They'll have those two matches, the war games, and then the title match, and they could come up with
1: one more. Okay. So is there any possibility, right, that they do war games match, NXT title five way. Yep. Uh, Women's title match. A riddle ono, and then we actually get a clean finish for Gar for, I'm sorry, a clean finish for Dunn and ricochet. Any chance we get that?
0: I don't know. I think I think you're honest something with Dunn. Maybe you do a, a UK title defense. As a so you
1: fan. think ricochet's going to be thrown in with the undisputed for the for the war games?
0: I think so. I think so. Um, so who knows what they're going to do, but it should be interesting. Um, James, last I want to talk about today. Um, WWE took the ass to Saudi Arabia anyway. I'm not shocked in any shape, form or fashion that they were going to honor their contractual obligations. Um, this is like awful. Awful on so many levels this is a company that pushes themselves as these humanitarians they push themselves as these philanthropists
1: they push themselves as as progressive meanwhile like they're 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 in the pocket of they're in a the pocket of a regressive a uh, regime
0: and and when they reveal themselves to be who they really are, which are yep. carnies here <laughs> trying to make a fucking quick buck. Like, you know, Vince McMahon trying to make a quick buck, like always, will sell the shirt off your own back to someone else. Yeah. And yeah. so they figure it out. Yeah. Are you shocked at all, James? Like, did, did you think for a moment they were going to be like, well, oh, or or well, they could, they could move it? Or is this just like, yeah, man, they was always going to do this shit. They they, This was a cover-up this whole time when they've been not saying the name and everything like that.
1: Oh, no, bro, the block was just hot. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, I mean, we've done how many shows where we've talked about Saudi Arabia? Several. And and every single time I think I've said to you, like, I expect them to go, and the only reason why they won't go is because someone told them not to go. It won't be because – uh, they, they all of a sudden looked up and seen the light. Like, nah, man. They looked up and saw the light, and the light was green. It was it was money raining down on them. It was, <laughs> it was the Okada Bucks. They did it for the Okada Bucks, Rich.
0: Yes. Um, money be green, as they yeah. say. You yeah. know? In words of DeAngelo Barsdale, money be green.
1: Yeah.
0: So, um, yeah, I'm not shocked at all. I'm not, like, planning to watch the show. Uh, definitely not live. I'm at work anyway. Uh, And it's going to be a real conflict of interest there for me. It's just like, I really think they shouldn't be involved with this thing. But um, if there's something that's like, Hey Rich, this was an all time great thing that happened on this show. I'll go back and check it out. But as far as like just actively paying attention to it, I'm about to treat that man uh, or treat that show. Like we do that guy that shows up in red hats that used to make great music and just not mention it.
1: Oh God. Yeah. So, I'm not gonna watch it live because obviously I won't have time to. But I'm still gonna watch the show, um, because like it is a we're gonna have a new we're gonna have a new Universal Champion. So we think, huh? So we think. What you think you're gonna do a draw? They're gonna Broadway.
0: (laughs) Do like a do do a ten count, a a double DQ finish interference. Have somebody run in and, and, and get a DQ,
1: you know. I would, say, on
0: deck, sir. I
1: would say that that's ridiculous, but in the last pay per view, they 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 literally did a double uh, a double down um in in uh, no contest on uh, a Hell of Cell match, uh, so you know anything's possible.
0: Yeah, I, I I feel like I don't I don't feel like we're gonna get uh,
1: a championship change right now. Um, what, you think they go, what are you gonna do? You think they're gonna run back to the. <laughs> you, you think they're going to run back to 98 Survivor Series Deadly Games? Deadly Games! <laughs> That's how they used to sing, that shit.
0: <laughs> Look, why not? <laughs> Look, they already got a tournament. Look, we lucky that they didn't put it on whoever wins the tournament to become the best in the world and say the winner of that, you get to fight Strowman and Lesnar at Survivor Series. Ugh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't
0: know, man. Uh I, I'm not shot at all, but um I don't really have too much more. James, did you have anything we uh need we need to touch on here today before we roll
1: out? Like, when will we know like for sure the Daniel Bryan situation? Because we, we we've heard that like Cena's out. Um, but when are we gonna find out for sure? Do you think Tuesdays when we'll find out for sure? Like after SmackDown, we'll be like, oh. Like oh my god, the Miz just laid out Daniel Bryan, or someone someone has laid out Daniel Bryan, and we don't know. I guess that means Miz gets the title shot, and then we'll throw some Jabron out into the uh, into the to replace him on The May Young, I'm sorry, Man Classic, the World the World Cup to determine the best in the world, and it had that person obviously be American.
0: Oh man, I, I I would think it would be Tuesday, and okay. Shouts out to Daniel Bryan for finding another way where they cannot punish you if you don't go. What what's the worst it gonna do?
1: Fire you? Well, is there a way that they can basically be like you know, uh they shot him, more or less you know, conduct detrimental to the team, and then they you know, put you on ice for the rest of or put them on ice for the rest of his life.
0: So no, so so the key to that would be the if they did that right, we would uh, all know it was it's wrong, and well, WWE I, well, is not in the business of looking wrong. I'm sorry. WWE is not in the business of looking wrong as much as they can help when it comes to one of their talents or something like that. That's why they didn't have Stephanie McMahon go back at A.J. Lee when A.J. Lee basically crossed him in public. Like, this is a situation where it'd be like, all right, I can't blame Daniel Bryan for wanting to go over there because, A, Daniel Bryan has it like, I don't feel safe. Uh, I think it's, you know, bad from a human rights perspective. Like, WWE can't come out and say, well, no. Like that,
1: like, okay, so you say that, but meanwhile, like you know, um the reason why he resigned was because like they led him to believe that like his contract didn't actually roll over, even though it clearly did. Um, it, it, I don't. I, what I'm saying I mean, is he got a free one. Like he has a okay. pass on
0: this. Okay. Like they can't, they can't do nothing to him if he
1: right.
0: like. I want to, you know, I don't want to go.
1: Yeah, he hasn't, obviously he hasn't checkmated. He has you know, he has big face Joker. I get that part. But I'm just saying, like, the reason you said because they don't want to look bad when it comes to talent is like, when are they ever giving a fuck about talent? They make sure nobody's ever a star so that nobody can ever get that big to where they can do this to them. Like, who, who, else, who else could have told them no besides like John Cena or or, or somebody or Brock Lesnar or somebody else that they have to pay gigantic money to or somebody that, or somebody that they you know, they bring back in hopes of, you know, bringing in nostalgia. I think that's it like yeah, the, I mean, the rock or something like <laughs> I mean I I mean I think Roman okay I think Roman has been in a lot of positions where he could have told them no at different points he just never did he just never did that's the reason why that's the reason why Roman had like a losing record on pay-per-view last year that's fucking stupid he's your top guy why is he why is he have a losing record on pay-per-view like, like you know what kind why. of backwards booking shit is this you know why well we know why but it's still stupid yeah, we want we want you to be the top nine is this Russ promotion. In the order for us to do that, is we're going to make sure, Rich, watch me zoom in on the camera. We're going to do that by making sure that you don't win matches on the biggest shows. That's what <laughs> <going to> do. <laughs>
0: we're gonna we're gonna make sure that you don't win too much because then people would think you're being handed everything. That's why that's why this man had a losing record, James. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, I think Dan Bryan's has checkmated. And, you know, Dan Bryan's for me, if he never wins the belt again, it's okay. It's not going to be – there's no way they can ever top the greatest, like, story we've ever seen in our lives with them. At this point, this man is – he's – like, you, you ever hear about um the Doors and Jim Morrison when they was like, all right, you can't say, uh, "Girl, you couldn't get much higher uh, on the air on the Ed Sullivan show," and they do it anyway, right? And they're like, "You'll never do that Sullivan show again, man." I already did the Ed Sullivan show, like, and I and right. the thing with Daniel Bryan for me now is like, man, he already main evented your WrestleMania, he already won your, your your belt or whatever. Like, you can't ever take it from him, and, and I think that's what CM Punk goes for. So, like, he doesn't get a WWE title match in Saudi Arabia. So what?
1: Yeah, that is one way to look at it. It's just um I'm I'm really I really wonder like what the machination... like what is what are the mechanisms in place in case it actually is true. And I wonder how they're gonna make this, you know, make this work. Because it's always, you know, like now they have to figure out how to like get around the fact that like, you know, the fact that the schemery, you know, going on. <laughs> and like, you know, you kind of it's kind of a bad look for Daniel Bryan to be the only person on the main roster full time that's like, nah, I ain't going. And then like everybody else, like that also doesn't want to go, doesn't go, cause like, obviously this could be, obviously this could backfire and be a clear like, screw you, you're not winning the '96 Royal Rumble. I'm sorry, the '96 King of the Ring. This could be a situation where it's like, look, well, we know we can't. You know, like Diesel. And and Razor, they're leaving, so we can't punish them. Sean's the top guy; we're never punishing him. So like, you're ha- you're gonna have to eat the t- you're gonna have to eat the shit now. Uh, Triple H, like they're like whoever was the person also t- thought like maybe I should do this. Maybe they're they you know they the history was like nope, they'll punish me. They won't punish Daniel Bryan.
0: Yeah, yeah. And even if they did punish Daniel Bryan. All that's gonna do is make Daniel Bryan more popular and just get fans. And, and it'll be one more. It'll be the lightning. Uh, Rod, that he would need for at, at this point to get people like rallied up around him again. And I told Josh and Jeremy this. I was like, they're like, this is the, the only thing we can hope for is that they do punish him because if they do, <laughs> like, people wouldn't go have that shit. So they, they might as well just say, Hey, Daniel, we understand that and that's why I feel like they got him. He has them checkmated. It's like, really? do they want to inadvertently restart the yes movement again? Probably not.
1: Well, yeah, you got a point there, but like. Just to go back to the talk about like, you know, WWE doesn't really want to punish their talent or whatever. Remember when they remember when Vince suspended Titus O'Neil three months for uh for, for literally like for being playful with him They're or whatever him. else? And then like and then the, and then the word got bad, people thought it was ridiculous. And so what did they do? Fine, two months. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. Uh, but that's going to wrap up the show. Thank you guys for uh, watching live in the rest of the square circle Facebook group as well as here if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, I will get this on the feed as soon as I can download it and get it up there. Uh, hope you guys enjoy the show. Uh, make sure you guys check us out on the Implications show on Lords of Pain Radio. So we did, like, three shows last week or in this, like, week, James. <laughs> um,
1: hey, uh, post show? Oh. Uh... We might, might, we maybe, might not able pod- maybe not a podcast, but like on the um on the YouTube, i not, not the YouTube, but on the in the feed inside of social suplex. Yeah, I'm we, sorry, we, the Russell Square Circle. We,
0: we might be able to swing that. Um so yeah, we, we, we'll 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 figure that out. Um if you guys you know are locked in into Evolution Show tonight and it goes and something major happens. Like if it's if it's just you know run of the mill, uh, I don't know. But <laughs> uh if something major happens, yeah, we we can swing that. Um, make sure you check out the wrestling shows on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Uh, you got Keeping It Strong Style with Jeremy and Josh. You have The Outsider's Edge, you have the Ricky and Clive wrestling show and grown men watches shit. And then check us out over on the Lords of Pain Radio Network, where we come to you with the raw and smackdown reviews. Every week we crown the LeBron James. You bum of the week, as well as our wrestler of the week, which we haven't named for whatever reason, but <laughs> eventually we will.
1: Um, I mean, the, way, the way it's going is going to be in the Becky, the Rebecca Lynch <laughs> 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 the wrestler of the week, the way it's going.
0: Yeah, man. And, uh, and check out like all the other uh, great shows on the LOP radio network as well. I don't have my like, notes in front of me, but um, yeah, James, anything before we uh, roll up out of here?
1: Nothing man, like I felt like this was a good discussion and I'm I'm still like, you know, even uh, going through and thinking about all the all the potential uh, pitfalls that happened with this match of uh, this uh, card, I'm still like I'm still excited for it. So like obviously that means it's doomed, right?
0: It could be. It could be. But that's gonna wrap up the show. Thank you guys for fucking with us uh, today. Uh, so Suplex, yeah, you, you can see James with the custom One Nation shirt on from a couple years ago. Is that right?
1: It's like, yeah, I got this as a birthday gift from like Marcus and Sarah in like 2011, 2009, something like that.
0: Yeah, so maybe we can uh, figure something out. Uh, <laughs> 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 Sorry, manufacturing, you know. <laughs> but that's going to wrap up the show. Uh, we are up out of here. Peace. Later. Thank you for listening to One Nation Radio. We'll see you next time.